Hello, and welcome to the Agape House of Worship weekly podcast. Through this podcast, we hope and pray that you will be equipped and empowered to live the life that God has planned for you. If you are blessed by this message and would like more information, please visit our website at www.agapehousenj.org. Thank you and God bless. He's uh, worshiping with us and his wife. Can we just uh, appreciate him? Amen. Thank you, sir, for worshiping with us. Amen. Uh, I don't know if any of us know, but the Carentine Modi. Where's Carentine? All right, he's, uh, he's at the back. That's his brother. That's our runaway evangelist, uh, Modi. We're still running away, by the way. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. So we have today a servant of the Most High God who is going to bring us a word, and um, he's a good friend. Uh, I have had the privilege to speak in his church in one of my trips to Nigeria uh, a few years ago, and uh, Pastor Joshua Jacob Obaro is uh, a youth pastor. He's actually the Assistant National Youth Pastor for Redeemed Christian Church of God in Nigeria. Amen. He's not just a pastor, he's an entrepreneur, he's a CEO, uh, he's an IT professional, uh, he's a pastor, uh, he's a a leader, uh, someone that inspires others, and I thank God for his life. He pastors a church, he's been a area pastor, zona pastor, and he's also an assistant provincial pastor. Uh, so he's going to bring the word. He speaks with passion. Uh, he's a man of prayer. Uh, there's a few things I know about him. Uh, uh, he's a wonderful man, very humble man, and I trust that the Lord has prepared him for us today. How many of us are open to receive God's word today? Amen. Amen. Pastor Barrow is happily married. Uh, and I'm sure he's busy. He has three wonderful boys. Amen. He's a busy man. Hallelujah. Can we rise up and put our hands together as we bring this wonderful servant of God, Pastor Joshua Obaro, to bring God's word to us today. Amen. Can we do that better for the Lord? Let's jam our hands together for him. Hallelujah. Are you sure you're excited to be in the house this morning? David said, I was glad when they said to me, let us come. Let's go into the house of the Lord. If you're excited this morning, jam your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. It's a great honor to be here. I'd like to celebrate the grace of God upon the great man of God and his wife for this great privilege. Please join me to celebrate Pastor Gide and his wife. Thank you, thank you so very much. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you realize that today is the last Sunday in the first half of the year? God saw you through January. Somehow you passed through February. Somehow God, you escaped the month of March. God brought you to April, May, and here we are. Only those that can think are those that can thank. This morning, I'd like you to just wave your hands to God and let's appreciate him together. Just wave your hands to him. Just just worship him in your own way. Just appreciate the Lord. Say, Lord, thank you because you are good. Just appreciate him this morning. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. The Bible says, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, if it had not been the Lord, if it had not been the Lord, Come on, let's appreciate him this morning. Father, we bless your name. Jehovah, we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, my father. 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 Glory be to your holy name. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. May I please request that we stand and have a word of prayer together before we, we, we share the word of God together. Hallelujah. I like the prayer spirit in this house. Jesus said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. Hallelujah. 
Alright, for somebody who can shout a bigger amen, the second half will be far, far better than the first half in your life. Oh, only one fellow said amen. I said it will be far, far better than the first half. If you believe it, shout another amen. I'd like us to take two prayers together very quickly. The Bible says from the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffers violence and only the violent takes it by force. I've always known the fact that um, what you don't say, you are not permitted to see. In Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says, and God said, and God said, and God said, and in verse 31, and God saw. Until you say it, you are not permitted to see it. What your mouth do not declare, your life cannot mistakenly experience. You need to declare it. I tell people that what guarantees your welfare is warfare. When you pray well, you will live well. Ezra chapter 4. I read very quickly verse 4 and 5. The emphasis we are going to pray on is in verse 5. I like to pray with the scripture. I just want you to pray the prayer and pray the well. I feel the spirit of prayer. I feel that God is about to answer someone's prayer here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, and the pe- Ezra 4, verse 4 and 5. Verse 4 and verse 5 of Ezra 4. And they bribed the officials to work against them. Okay, let's go back to verse 4. Let me read verse 4. Then the people of the land weakened the hands of the people of Judah and troubled them in building. And verse 5, and they hired counselors against them to frustrate their purpose all the days of Cyrus, king of Persia, even unto the reign of Darius, king of Persia. He hired counselors to frustrate them. Somebody say, I refuse to be frustrated. You better say loud and clear to yourself. Say, I refuse to be frustrated. Shout it loud and say, I refuse to be frustrated. Can you join me as you lift up your right hand and speak to God? Say, Father. Oh, make it loud and say, Father. Every agenda to frustrate my life. Every agenda to frustrate my purpose. Let it be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and talk to the Lord. I refuse to be frustrated in the name of Jesus. Every plan, every agenda to frustrate my purpose in life, to frustrate your, your, your plan for my life. Lord, let the agenda be frustrated in the name of Jesus. I refuse to be frustrated. Somebody go ahead and pray that prayer. Lord, I refuse to be frustrated in the name of Jesus. Lord, I refuse to be frustrated. I refuse to be frustrated in the name of Jesus. Lord, I refuse to be frustrated in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name, we pray. Second prayer, I want you to pray very quickly. Ezekiel chapter 36, verse 11. Ezekiel 36, verse 11. The Bible says, in the second half of the year, I want to do something better for you. Said, and I will multiply. Can we please read it together? Ezekiel 36, 11. Can you put it on the screen so that we can read it together? Ezekiel 36, 11. Okay, let's read it together. And I will multiply upon you man and beast. And they shall increase and bring fruit. And I will set to you after your old estates. And I will do better unto you than at your beginnings. And you shall know Someone join me. Hallelujah. 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 Somebody join me. Lift your right hand again and declare. Say, the second half of this year will be better in my life. Oh, the Lord will say to me, go ahead and prophesy. Go ahead and declare it. July to December 2018 shall be far, far more glorious for me. Should be, it will be better for me. Better in my family. Better in the love of my children. In the name of Jesus. In my career. In my business. It will be better. Somebody go ahead and just speak to the Lord. I decree and declare. Oh, the Lord will do better unto me. In the name of Jesus. As I enter the second half of the year. Oh, I will experience better things. Better testimonies. Better testimonies. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, my father. In Jesus' precious name, we are praying. Our eternal Father, we want to say thank you. We appreciate it because 
The Bible says, you have not called the house of Jacob to seek you in vain. Father, you are the one we have come to seek this morning. The Bible says, and they looked up to you, and they were not ashamed. Their faces were lifted. I pray for everyone that is shouting a bigger amen, that Lord, everyone's face shall be lifted this morning. You will meet everyone at the very point of their needs in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask this morning that you will empower your word. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. Help me look for several people very close to you. Say, you are the favored one. Let me announce to someone, say, you are the favored one. You are the favored one. You are the favored one. And just in case no one said it to you, say it to yourself without any apologies. I'm the favored one. I want you to scream it loud to yourself. Say, I'm the favored one. Without any apology to your neighbor, shout him out. Say, I'm the favored one. Without any apology to the pastor, say, I'm the favored one. I'm the favored one. Hallelujah. God bless you. Be seated. By the way, who is the real, real, the real favored one? Okay, who is the real, real, authentic, favored one? If you are the one, shout another hallelujah. So God sent me to you. I'm not preaching. I brought a message to you that there's someone here. God said, you are the favored one. According to the passage we read in Luke chapter 1 from verse 26 to 30, in the sixth month, God sent an angel to a virgin in a city. And I believe God sent me all the way from Nigeria to someone in New Jersey. I don't know who you are, but I'm sure I'm sent to someone. And the announcement, the message God put in my mouth is to tell you that you, you may not look like it. You may not even feel it. You may not even smell it. But I've come to announce to you because the Bible says when God has spoken, every other speaker is a noisemaker. And I hear what God is saying to somebody here this morning. That you, you, you are the favored one. If you are that fellow, say louder, amen. amen. The favored one. What is favor? In case you want to write. Favor is the aura from God. That makes you attractive to men. Favor is God's flavor that gives you a colorful destiny. Favor is a supernatural fragrance. That makes you likable and makes you acceptable. Favor is the supernatural seal of distinction. When you are the favored one, you can never be lost in the crowd. When you are favored, you become the best among the rest. Favor is the supernatural magnet of attraction. Favor is the supernatural protocol suspender for the facilitation of divine agenda. Favor is the divine assistance for the birthing of greatness in the making of history. I usually say favor covers your errors and colors your efforts. Why do I need favor? 
You need favor. You need to be favored of God. Because human efforts is not alone in the journey of success. The Bible says very clearly in 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 9, verse 9b, said, by strength shall no man prevail. In Proverbs 21 verse 31, the Bible says the horse is prepared. Proverbs 21 31, the horse is prepared against the day of battle, but safety is of the Lord. In Psalm 127 from verse 1, the Bible says, except the Lord build, the labor in vain that try to build. Except the Lord watches over the city. The watchmen are awake but in vain. Is that it is vain to wake up early, to sleep late, to eat the bread of sorrow. Because it is God that gives her his beloved sleep. Yeah. Romans 9 verse 15 and 16. God said, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. May I ask this morning, who is that fellow that God is going to show mercy here this morning? If you are the one, shout a loud hallelujah. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. In verse 16, he says, so then, it is not of him that will it. It is not of him that run it. But of God that showed mercy. But of God, that showed mercy. Who needs the favor of God? Number one, when they call you honorable, but you know your life is miserable, you need favor. If you don't believe me, ask Mr. Jabesh in First Chronicles chapter 4. The Bible says they called him honorable, but the man knew that my life is miserable. Who needs favor? Those that have potentials, but there's no products to match. Who needs favor? Those that have big positions, but there's no possessions. You need the favor of God. Who needs favor? Like people in Africa, those that are carrying big titles without entitlement. You need favor. Let me tap your neighbor and say, do you still need the favor of God? Who needs favor? Those that have responsibility, but there's no ability to match. You need God's favor. Some people in our time, they have a lot of investment, but there's no meaningful achievement. When you find yourself in that situation, you need the favor of God. When your life is full of activities, but there's no productivity, surely you need the favor of God. What is the blessing that we get from this favor? I run through it very quickly. Using the acronym of favor, what is the blessing that favor delivers to you when you are the favored one? The F in the favor, when you are the favored one, the face of God shines on you. The face of God shines on you. In the midst of the crowd, you enjoy what I call divine attention and divine attraction. Face of God shines on you. If God is going to bless just one fellow this morning, who is that fellow going to be? Yeah. I didn't hear you. Who is that fellow going to be? Yeah. A man or a woman? Yeah. If you are sure it's going to be you, shout a loud hallelujah. Yeah. In Numbers chapter 6 verse 25, Moses was praying a prayer said, the face of God shine on you. When you are the favored one, you enjoy divine attention and divine attraction. In the book of Luke chapter 4, from verse 25 to 27, the Bible says, there were many widows in the land, but none of them enjoyed divine attention. It was the widow of Zarephath that God sent the prophet to. When favor steps in, it's not a function of, oh, I got here before you. It's a function of who is enjoying divine attention. Can you lift your hands and say, Lord, let your face shine on me. When God's face shines on you, you begin to shine. You enjoy global attraction. Face of God shining on you. Many virgins in the land 
In the sixth month, God was sent among the virgins. Mary enjoyed divine attention. The A in favor. When you are favored of God, you enjoy what I call advancement in the midst of adversity. When you are the favored one, nothing stops you. Advancement in the midst of adversity. I like that scripture in Exodus chapter 1, verse 11 and 12. The Bible says, they threw them, took them through hard labor, hard rigor, afflicted them, tried to keep them down. But in verse 12, the Bible says, the more, Exodus 1 verse 12, Please, I like those scriptures to just come on the screen so that we can go together, flow together. Exodus 1 verse 12, the Bible says, the more they afflicted them, the more they did what? They grew and they multiplied. The more they tried to stop them, the more they grew and they multiplied. When you are favored, every stumbling block becomes a stepping stone. Can I pray for somebody here this morning? Will you say amen if I pray for you? Everything that is blocking your progress, as you shout a bigger amen, it will be a stepping stone to your next level of glory. In the name of Jesus. I remember in 2009, Pastor, I was to travel to Germany for a training. Five of us were to go on the journey. I got to the airport for some reasons. The four other guys had their, vis- had their ticket. I got to the airport. I thought if I ran the ticket, got there, there was no ticket. What do I do? Okay, I can go back home. There's no problem. And then I called the chairman of the organization and he said, Oh, Pastor, what do we do? They said the, fl- the, the, the economy seat is fully booked. So... But amazingly, the, the chairman said, you know, we, 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 let's, 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 let's pay for you. Let's, let's book business class. And, and I've, been in the, I've been consulting for the company for a while. Even the chairman does not fly, fly business class. Amazingly. <laughs> amazingly. Just to save costs. So for him to say, we'll pay for you. It was as if I didn't hear well. To cut long story short, in the airport, business class ticket was issued. And suddenly, it was supposed to be an adversity. This is not going to work. But right there in the airport, I was given a business class ticket. Suddenly, the level changed. The other four guys, I was not going to see them again. Because they were just loafing around and they took me to the business class lounge. What? So I called my wife. I said, sweetheart, can you see God at work? Go to the airport, no ticket. I was to go back home with shame, but God upgraded it. Upgraded it. And while I was still appreciating God, that God is wonderful. You know, it takes the hand of God for a man to do for you what he cannot do for himself. This man can't fly business class. He's paying for business class for me. And I got to the boarding gate when it was time after appreciating the Lord. And I got there and I gave the lady my boarding pass. And she looked at it and she looked at me. I said, sir, we are sorry. The business class is full. But, but we upgraded to first class free. Wow. I got to the airport. I, I had no tickets. And I was going to fly. The gap was becoming wider. So listen to me. That somebody went ahead of you does not mean they will get there before you. So please. Understand that your condition today is not your conclusion. So you need to tell your future, wait for me, I'm coming with star. I'm coming with star. The story changed. I flew first class. Why? Because when you are the favored one, adversity turns around. I'm sure if the guy that did not book my ticket knew that I was going to fly first class, they would have struggled to get an economy ticket for me. I pray for you today by the same unction of the Holy Spirit. Everything that has been programmed to work against you, 
as you shout a loud amen, it will work for your good. Forget about the immigration laws. When favor steps in, even the law will begin to... <laughs> there will be a turnaround in your favor. The V in favor is the voice of God speaking for you. When you are the favored one, God raises a voice for you. Most times, in places where decisions are taken about your life and destiny, you are not most of the time privileged to be part of the decision. The only one that speaks for you is the voice of God. When you are taking a decision on your papers, and I don't know what they call it here. In London, it's home office. What do you call it here? Whichever office. <laughs> when decisions are to be taken concerning your status, concerning your life, you will not be there. The only thing that speaks for you is what? Is the favor of God. The voice of God. You want a job? You want a contract? In an organization? When decisions will be taken, you are not likely going to be there. But the voice of God can speak for you. There's what is called recommendation. Divine recommendation. Do you know there is somebody that you know that knows somebody you don't know that you need to know? There's someone you know that knows someone you don't know that you need to know. The only connection is the voice of God. Voice of recommendation. Can I pray for you today? I see God raise a voice in your favor. If you can say louder, amen. I see God raise a voice in your favor. The voice of God. That was the voice that spoke for Joseph. And the butler said, I, I, I can see my wrong in Genesis 41 from verse 9 to 14. And they sent for Joseph. And the rest is history. The all in favor, the blessing is open heavens. When you are favored and you are the favored one, you enjoy open heavens. Amos chapter 4 verse 7. The Bible says God is very selective when he opens the heaven. You can have twins. And Peter and Paul. Heavens may be shut over Peter and open over Paul. There may be two people in the same room. Heavens is open over one and closed over the other. When a man is favored, you enjoy open heavens. The you is uncommon blessing. Uncommon blessing. Favor. When you are the favored one, you enjoy uncommon blessing. That was the experience in 2 Samuel chapter 6 from verse 10. The king was excited. They were bringing the ark of God to the city of David. Everybody was dancing. Everybody was rejoicing. Oh, God has come to the city. And, and David said, we are, taking the, we are taking the ark of God to the palace. Suddenly, one thing led to the other. Somebody touched the ark. There's no time to go into that theology now. And the guy died. Wow. The drum stopped. And the Bible says, David was afraid. And said, this ark of God has become a killer ark. <laughs> and he said to himself, I'm not ready to die now. If this ark goes to my house, it can cause a havoc. And then he decided, the Bible says, and they stopped on the way. And he decided to branch in somebody's house. People can be very funny. If the ark is not good for your house. How come you are directing it to my house? <laughs> if the act was going to kill you, do I have anti-killer <laughs> device in my house? I don't know what happened, but I just guessed that maybe they felt that who is the most worthless human being <laughs> in town? The man that when he dies, nobody will even know someone has died. So take it to his house. And they took the ark to the house of Obed-Edom. Before that time, nobody knew about Obed-Edom. They took the ark to his house. And then people were far. They were waiting to see the man die. Can I pray for somebody here? Everyone waiting for your shame. Everyone waiting for your downfall. If you can say louder, amen, they shall be disappointed. Oh, I don't like that, amen. I said they will be disappointed. This year, God will surprise them. So they were waiting. 
They were waiting to see. So I can I guess that people go to peep. Are they still there? They were waiting for him to be bringing out his children. Ah, my son is dead. My daughter is dead. But suddenly they got to the house. And then they saw a Bentley 2018 parked in front of the house. And they said, is it the same house or not? They went. Following week, within three months, following week, they came and they saw a very bad Rolls Royce. So what's happening here? The Bible says, what was meant to kill Obededon? Because God chose him as a favored one. It became a blessing. And he made the headline news. Everybody around. I can imagine one newspaper said, this is what God can do. This is the hand of God in the love of a man. Uncommon blessing when you are the favored one. I see that kind of blessing coming upon your family this season. And then the hour in the favor is restoration. When you are favored by God, you lose nothing. Exodus 3.21 And when you shall go, said I will show these people favor. When you shall go, you will not go empty. I pray for you in 2018, you will not leave this year empty handed. If your amen can be louder than that, you will not leave it empty handed. You will not go empty. Restoration. In Joel chapter 2, from verse 25 to 27, said all the years that the locust has eaten, said I will restore to you. As I begin to conclude, I want to be the favored one. What about you? I want to be the favored one. What do I need to do to be the favored one? People have asked, does, does God have favorites? There's no time to go into that. But I know in Psalm 115, the Bible says God is in the heavens and he does whatever pleases him. Nobody can question him. He looked at twins in the womb. In Romans chapter 9, he looked at the one. The Bible says they committed no offense. They've done nothing. He said, Jacob have loved. Israel have hate. Israel hates. That is God for you. However, are there things we can do to provoke this favor of God? I think yes. Because there are scriptures, there are examples in the Bible that tells us a few things we can do. Number one, for you to become the favored one, the first thing I believe you need to do is to love God. Love for God. Provoke the hand of God, the attention of God in your direction. When you give God attention, you enjoy his own attention too. In 1 Kings chapter 3, verse 3, 1 Kings 3, 3, the Bible says, And Solomon loved the Lord. 1 Kings 3, 3, Solomon loved the Lord. And because he loved God, he sacrificed in Gibeon. What nobody has done before, a thousand burnt offerings. Love for God. Romans 8.28 The Bible says, For we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. We know that all things work together for good to them that love God. In verse 35 to 39 The Bible says, What can separate us from the love of God? I don't have a job. I don't have my papers. I'm not married. I don't have children. Said, is he enough to separate us? Said, in all of these things, we are more than conquerors because of him that loved us. The love of God makes you a candidate for God's favor. Love God. Love his house. Psalm 122 verse 1. Said, I was glad when he said we should come to the house of the Lord. Love righteousness. Hebrews 1.9. Because you love righteousness and you hate iniquity, the Lord your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellow. Love his people. 
Love his people. Galatians 6 verse 10. Love his kingdom. Matthew 6 verse 33. Love his work. Love his kingdom. 1 Chronicles 29 verse 3. 1 Chronicles 29 verse 3. Can, we, can you put that on the screen for us please? 1 Chronicles 29 verse 3. David talked about affection. Love is giving God your affection. And believe me, love has no credence without giving. John 3 verse 16. For God so loved the world. What did he do? He gave. And David showed us here. David said, moreover, God told David, you can't build for me. But David was telling us, he said, moreover, because I have set my affection to the house of my God, I have of my own proper good of gold and silver, which I've given to the house of my God over and above all that are prepared for the holy house. Because of my affection. When you love God, you give him your time, you give him your talent, and then you give him your treasures. When you love God, the proof of the love, you give him your time, you give him your talent, and then you give him your treasures. Number two, what do I need to do to become the favored one? Obey him. First one is to love him. Second is to obey him. Deuteronomy 28 from verse 1 and 2. The Bible says, if you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God and observe to do all that he commands you, says the Lord your God will set you on high above all the nations of the earth. Obey him. Isaiah 119 says, if you are willing and you are obedient, you will eat the good of the land. You want to be God's favored one. Obey him. Obey his instruction. John 15, 16 said, you have not chosen me. I have chosen you to go and win souls, to go and bring fruit and let your fruit abide. Obey him. Number three, to be the favored one, serve him. Serve him. Serve him. Job 36, 11. Job 36, 11. The Bible says, if they obey and they serve him, they will live their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Serve him. Serve him. There's so much reward, so much benefit in serving God. Serve him. If they obey, do you know, let me show you this scripture in Malachi chapter 3. Are you still here with me? Are we together? All right. Malachi chapter 3 verse 17, God said, it will come to pass, said, and they shall be mine, said the Lord of hosts. In that day when I make up my jewels and I will spare them as a man, spirit his own son that serves him. I will keep them. I will make them different in the land. And what will be the distinguishing factor? Service. I will spare them. As a man, when you serve God, it will service your destiny. Service. Don't be a bench woman in church. Get something you can do to add value to the kingdom. If they obey and they serve him. Number four, to be God's favorite, praise him. Despite your condition. Praise him. Always appreciate him. When you learn to appreciate God, you can never depreciate. When gratitude is your attitude, then nothing can stop your attitude of greatness. Praise him. In the Luke, in Luke chapter 1 that we read in verse 46, Mary said, my soul doth magnify the Lord. God chose her. Because she's, she's a lady that knows how to appreciate God. I thank God for this church because I see that there's a spirit of worship. Appreciation in the house. Hallelujah. And that's why no testimony is coming. Who's going to be the first to receive that testimony? If you are the one, shout a big hallelujah. 
Number five, sow the seed of favor. You want to be the favored one? At your level, sow the seed of favor. Matthew chapter 5 verse 7. The Bible says, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Do good. Galatians 6 verse 9 and 10. Says, as much as we have opportunities, we should do good to everyone, especially those in church. So the seed of favor. There is someone that you can be an answer to their prayer. What you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. So the seed of favor. I remember a joke. A, a, a man was by the altar praying, Oh God, oh God, oh God, I just need this $500. God, if you don't give me, I'm going to die in church. He was just screaming and crying by the altar. And another man was just by the side also praying. He came with a bigger need. God, I need $10,000. And this 500000 guy will not allow God to hear the prayer of the other guy. <laughs> so he got to a time, the guy with the 100000 Dolan, he just brought out his wallet and brought out $500. See, take it. God has answered you. So let, let God have enough time to, to attend to this prayer. So the seed of favor. There's someone you can reach out to. I've always said you are not rich until your riches is able to reach others. Number six, ask God when you need favor. Lord, make me favor me. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16 says we can come to the throne of grace to obtain favor when we need it. Number seven, you want to be the favored one? You need to be diligent. God does not favor lazy people. You need to be diligent. Seest thou a man diligent in his business. See, as thou a man, God favored Peter in Luke chapter 5. It was about his business. Stop sitting in the premises and quoting empty promises. Some just sit in the premises. Oh, I'm the head and not the tail. You be the head on the chair. Because until you take a step, God will not step in. Favor is for those. There's no healthy future for an idle Christian. You need to walk. Luke chapter 5, John 5, 17. Jesus said, my father walketh hitherto, and I walk. John chapter 9, verse 4. said, I must walk the words of him that sent me. Where is day? The night cometh when no man can walk. And then finally, to be, the, to be God's favorite, to be God's favored one, you need to run away from sin. Sin can mess the mercy of God. Sin can mess up the mercy of God in love of a man. You need to run away. Romans chapter 6, the Bible says, shall we continue in sin and expect grace. Listen to me. Grace is not a license to a life of sin. How do I know? Titus chapter 2 verse 11. The Bible says the grace of God has appeared unto all men. And in verse 12 it says teaching us to forsake and, and run away from every form of ungodliness. Brethren, as I conclude, I believe strongly that in the journey to greatness, one of the principal things you need is the favor of God. Apostle Paul giving testimony in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 10, he said, ah, I looked around and I discovered that I am what? I am. By the grace, by the favor of God. I am what 
I am by the favor of God. It was this same favor that located a man, a slave boy called Daniel and turned a captive to become a captain. It was this same favor that located Joseph and moved him from the prison to the palace. When the favor comes on you, sometimes people can't see your sweats and yet they can't deny your results. When favor is at work. It's not about energy. It's good to work. Oh, principles are very good. But I always say, 1,000 principles without God the principal makes you a victim of principalities. <laughs> Go to all the business school in the world, learn one million principles, and leave the principal behind. You know who the principal is? you become a victim of principalities. So among the principles, we need God the principal. He said in John 15 verse 5, without me, with one million principles, but without me, you can get nowhere. can do nothing. No wonder Solomon said in Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11, says, and I returned, I returned and saw I believe that Solomon went to the United Kingdom. He said, I went to UK and discovered not everybody in the UK is okay. <laughs> Solomon went to China. He said, I discovered not everybody in China is shining. <laughs> I guess he came to America and discovered not everybody's life is amended. <laughs> and then he went to France and discovered it's not everybody in France that has a fiancé. But when you connect with the favor of God, that's the game changer. Can I believe God with somebody here? As we enter the second half of the year, July to December, as we say louder amen, the favor of God will speak for you. Amen. I don't like that your amen is sitting on a wheelchair. I say the favor of God will speak for you. Oh, that your amen is sitting on one leg. I said the favor of God will speak for you. In your career, the favor will speak for you. In your business, the favor will speak for you. In this city, the favor will speak for you. In the love of your children, the favor will speak for you. In your family, the favor will speak for you. In the name of Jesus. As we remain standing, listen to this. Let me share this testimony finally. Many years ago, a girl came in Africa, came from the village, and came to serve as a slave girl. That's what we do back home in Nigeria. So she came to the city of Lagos as a, as a help, a house help. A servant to serve. I know helps in America is a different ball game from helps in Africa. So when you are a slave in, or a servant in Africa, you are a servant in capital letters. <laughs> and I hope you know what I mean. <laughs> but something happened and God favored her. There was an event she was part of, a birthday party, and they took the, those days of VHS. It was in the early 90s. They took the VHS to Germany, and um, a German man was seeing the, v, the, the, the birthday tape was, was there with them when they were viewing it, and he saw this lady moving about, you know, as a servant. She was packing stuff. She was arranging stuff, and then he, he, he said to them, he said, who is that young girl? And you know, like the people that treated her they don't in a funny way, they just naturally said, Oh, she's the household. They used her background to want to keep her back on the ground. But when you are favored, your background can never keep your back 
on the ground. Esther had no background. But favor took her to a higher ground. To cut the long story short, the German said, I don't know what's happening, but something tells me that that girl is my wife. Ah. True life story. Fortunately for me, I was also in that party. So the guy too was seeing my picture. Was seeing me. I was also there. Saw this girl. And this Africa. In Africa, if you see a servant, you know. So, sometimes this thing does not answer only to Mary Kay. Mary Kay is good, don't get me wrong. This girl had no Mary Kay on. She was as raw as raw. She was as local as total local content. She can't even speak English. And this guy said, this lady. They tried to convince him otherwise. She's not in your class. But listen to me. When favor shows up, protocols are suspended. Suspended. If the people concerned were to recommend, I'm sure the woman will recommend the first choice will be probably a daughter. Second choice will be who? A sister. When will it be the choice, the choice of the, the servants? No choice. <laughs> but when God shows up, that girl lives in Germany. She's also a German, by the way, for several years. Story changed because favor went to the very the deepest of the valley and brought a nobody brought a non-entity to become a celebrity brought a nobody to become somebody brought somebody from nowhere to take charge of everywhere that's what favor does and I want to lead you in prayer. But before we pray, I'd like us, all of us to close our eyes as you remain standing, if you don't mind. You are here this morning. You know, Pastor, I need the favor of God. But there's a disconnect between me and God. I told you, all the principles in the world, without God, the principal makes you a chief victim of principalities. So you need God. Pastor, join me in prayer. I want to make my ways right with God. I want to rededicate my life to Jesus. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. Wherever you are, just lift your right hand. I'd like to pray with you. God bless you. God bless those hands. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. You are not lifting the hand to me. I'm too small to tell you to lift your hand. You are lifting the hand to the principal. God the Father. The, 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 the controller of the heavens and the earth. The God of all grace is the one you are lifting your hand to. So lift it very well. God bless you. God bless those hands. Please, all eyes closed. God bless those hands. God bless you. God bless you. God bless those hands. God bless you. Those of you lifting your hand, if you don't mind, can you take a step and just come and kneel by this altar? That's the instruction I have. Just humble yourself. Come and kneel down by this altar. Say, come to the throne of grace to obtain mercy. Please come. God bless you. Just come. Come and just... Make sure you have contact with any part of this, 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 this altar as you, as you kneel before the Lord. Say, Lord, please have mercy on me. You are not speaking to pastor now. You are speaking to the principal. Speak to him. If you are coming, come very quickly. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. The rest of us, can we please be seated as we bow our heads? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you are coming, please come. If you are coming, please come very quickly. Please come very quickly. Speak to the Lord. Say, Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, wash me with your blood. Every record of wrong, let your blood wash away. Speak to the Lord. Media, please, can you project for me Deuteronomy 33, 23? That's the final prayer we're going to take. 
Can I have just one or two people in the music department? Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. If you are coming, come very quickly. God bless you, ma'am. I want to pray now. God bless you. If you are coming, please come. Please come. God bless you. God is waiting for you. Please come. God bless you. Please come. Please come. Lord, I ask for mercy. 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 Lord, I commit your children kneeling before your throne of grace. Every record of wrong that has disconnected them from you, let your blood wash away in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for them that the power to go and see no more, Lord, release upon their lives. Thank you, precious Father. Jesus' name we are prayed. Please go back to your seat. Just fill the form and then return it back to the usher. Shall we all please rise? Shall we all please rise? Deuteronomy 33, 23. That's the final prayer we take. Deuteronomy 33, 23. Deuteronomy 33, 23. God said I should join some people in prayer. As we take this prayer together, you will just come to the altar. You just have some struggles in your life. Life has been... Some, if it doesn't concern you, please don't come. Because somehow I don't know in church and people just like to come to the altar. So, if it doesn't concern you, please don't come. You have struggles. God said we should pray. You should come. He wants to release the oil of favor on you. You have struggles. Oil of ease. Oil of favor. Oil of favor. So you, you come to the altar to pray your own prayer on the altar here. You don't need to kneel down. Just stand on the altar to pray. That's the instruction I have. Deuteronomy 33, 23. Can we please read it together? Before we take the final prayer. Deuteronomy 33, 23. Can we read it together? It's on the screen. Can we read it? And of Naphtali, he said, Oh, Naphtali, satisfied with favor and full with the blessing of the Lord, possess thou the west and the south. Can you see something there? Let's read it one more time. He said, And of Naphtali, he what? He said, By the way, are you Naphtali? What is your name? So put your name there. And of Obaro is said, Oh, Obaro Jacob, satisfied with favor and full with the blessing of the Lord, possess thou the West. This is the game. There's a level you get to in the school of favor that you are satisfied. And when you are satisfied with God's favor, the resultant effect is that blessing. It didn't say blessings of God. It said blessing. Bible says it is the blessing of God that makes rich. This blessing includes good health, includes dollars, includes a number of things. It's not just money. It's a total package full of the blessing. And when you are full of the blessing, is that you begin to possess everywhere. Can we all just lift our two hands to heaven? Those of you, you of you on the altar, just tell God what is stressing you. In First Peter chapter five verse seven, He said, "Cast your cares upon Me." God just as you call it that you are burdened, but He wants to unburden you. He said, "Cast your cares upon Me, for I care for you." You know there's, there's some struggles in your life. Just speak to him. Why the rest of us, all, all of us together, we just pray. Lord, satisfy me with your favor. Go ahead and pray that prayer for yourself. Lord, satisfy me. Lord, satisfy me with your favor. Satisfy me. I'll be inviting our pastor to come and pray for you. 
Lord, satisfy me with your favor. You have struggles in your life, just come. Come to this altar. God wants to alter things in your favor. The rest of us, just talk to him. Say, Lord, satisfy me with your favor. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Father, you've heard every single outcry here. They've come to you. They've come before your altar. They've expressed their hearts. Your hands are not too heavy to save. Your ears are not too heavy to hear. My Father, my God, I ask in the mighty name of Jesus, you will hearken to their cry. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the next few days, weeks, let there be many testimonies. In the mighty name of Jesus, I declare concerning you there shall be ease. Things that have been difficult will become easy. Things that are proven elusive will come to you readily. In the mighty name of Jesus, the Lord will open many doors for you. Where you want one door, there shall be seven open. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you because you have answered our prayer. We give you all glory and all honor. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Can we put our hands together and give God a praise? Let's give him glory. Let's give him glory. Let's appreciate him. He's good. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Thank you, Pastor.